This podcast is brought to you by Cheese Curls. Cheese Curls. Now your whole life is orange. Pretty much. <laughs> your hands, your teeth, your outfit. Your jersey. You are now living with all three. cheese curls once and then i went to dr barsvik yep oh right and, after you brush your teeth and i like that tried shit? to brush my teeth and then i went in and they were like what the fuck did you have that was orange and i was like oh i don't know <laughs> please don't yell at me uh if you have to cough with cheetos in your mouth you now become a fire-breathing dragon a, <coughs> a, a fire cheesing dragon What's up, downtown rats? It's your girl, Ali No Boat Piva. That's iPower. We're here on a fucking Tuesday, Taco Tuesday. This is the first podcast where we actually have something to do after. What does that say about us? (laughs) Fucking no life. Losers. Yeah, we usually just do this and then go to sleep. We're going to go celebrate... Joe Nelson's Kevin McHale year. Joe Nelson is a downtown rat. He will be on the podcast at some point. Yeah, we'll start getting guests soon. We just need to now get another COVID- mic. And- yeah, we need to get another mic. And now that COVID... Oh, sorry, I just burped. Now that COVID is slow... It's not actually slowing down. Never mind. I'm not. Now even- that COVID can go fuck it. So. Now, I guess, yeah. I mean, we we hang out with like the same five people anyway. So, like... If they want to come here with just us, I don't see why not. Do you know the mayor banned outside parties? Was it the mayor or the governor banned outside parties? No, like no, no. He reduced day- capacity to half. The day after my sister's bridal shower? No, he said no parties and police can like arrest you now if you have a party. I thought it was like instead of 100 people outside, it was 50. I'm pretty sure that's what happened. But I do know that Charlie Baker also, he's got a snitch line. First of all, which is whack. He's got a whole snitch committee. What does that mean? You can call this line to rat people out about parties so they can impose fines. But also, I guess in Massachusetts, you have to have food in front of you to get a drink at a restaurant now. That was literally how it always was at Cork. But now it's, yeah, so now it's like super like, so now you can't just like order a drink and then get your food right after allegedly wait since when because we like, went to re- that bar like, I don't, like extremely recently like, oh okay yeah because we so just like, went to that bar and they give us drinks outside yeah i guess they can't pour your drink until you order the food what i don't know i this is this is nonsense <laughs> i think it's got some merit i don't know i need to have a buzz before i get my food yeah what the fuck's this drinking on a fucking full stomach shit what what next time you're gonna you're gonna say uh, oh we need a water too with your alcohol yeah right dude everybody knows that one of the best beers is when you wake up in the morning 
and you crack that bitch before you even take a sip of your coffee. That's like, that's how you know you're alive right there. Kind of like when you go swimming in the ocean for the first time of the year and you know the water is a little bit too cold, but you still do it anyway. And it gives your body that whole jolt. makes you feel alive. Uh. That's what I call the 1030 sip of fucking Bud Light. Yes. I'm not an alcoholic. I've actually cut down my drinking substantially, which is crazy. Honestly, setting up my my sister's bridal shower like drove me to drink at nine thirty in the morning. I was wondering. I got when there. <laughs> I got there at like when did I get there? Eight, nine? I don't know. Eight o'clock. I got there. We started setting up. My mom's freaking out, which is making me freak out. And I'm like, what do you need me to do? And all I could think about the back of my head was like, I can't wait to pour myself a mimosa. My dad's mimosas were full glasses of champagne with just a, a drop of thing. That's what he said. He Classic said, Joe. He said, you just need a drop of the juice. And I was like, Dad, how many have you had? And he was like, he just made a face like, <laughs> shut the fuck up. <laughs> I'm not valeting cars. Why are you worried about me? Very true. Ethan had like three, though, and then he went to go valet cars. <laughs> Damn. Ethan's like, can I have another one? I mean... Never mind, he did not say that. Because I know my dad listens. <laughs> He's turning 21 in three weeks. Yeah, very true. He can't even go to bars, I'm so depressed. <sighs> Sometimes it pays off to be old. I wouldn't want to be learning hybrid right now if I were in school. That shit would suck. And then how do I know if I'm going to be on the same cycle as my homies if they're learning going every other hybrid? day? Like Dartmouth that? announced that they are doing hybrid classes. So... School start on September 15th, and students will be learning initially online, and then eventually it'll go like a couple online and then a couple in person, but it's going to be alternating days between students, so some people might get separated from their friends, like the whole classes won't even be together. Well, I mean, that happens anyway when you get your schedule, you know, like you can try to make your schedule match with someone else's, but honestly, in high school, that was like nearly impossible at Dartmouth High, at least. Like you would just pick your class and then they'd shuffle it for you to fit you into all the classes. Right. Yeah, unless you were taking like orchestra yeah, but lunch or, or like you see your homie after school, you'd ride with them to school even though you had no classes together, you played sports together, like that shit's all down the fucking tubes. Even even lunch, you'd get separated. Yeah. Like it depends on what class you were in to get to lunch. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. It's like, like some kids got like their friends that they smoke blunts with before they show up for first period and like if they're not matching days then yeah, I'm I sure. Bad. Yeah, no. Nowadays, it's like some some kids got their friends that they take Xanax with before they go in or or whatever. We're gonna smoke some K two. Like, kids are insane nowadays. Whatever. Dabs. Ah, um, <sighs> life, man. Weird Massachusetts. Oh yeah. So this week, I got this book. <laughs> it's don't worry. I won't be doing my voices this week. It's just a. Uh, it's a book on creepy things in Massachusetts. No, you real do. things. These are real things. These aren't fake stories. You but. can do your Morgan Freeman impression. Reading as if you were a narrator. Uh, that doesn't sound like Morgan Freeman at all, but good try. <laughs> <laughs> that was a little bit terrifying. <laughs> I was scared when you were getting closer to well, me. Well, we're reading about a creepy-ass fucking... Bridgewater Triangle. Have you heard of the Bridgewater Triangle? Of course. Of course? Yeah. What is it? It's like the Bermuda Triangle. You go in there, 
and you get hit by a wire if you're riding a dirt bike. What? It's, it's creepy. People, okay. They would do like fucking sacrifices in there and shit. Yeah. Good job. Okay. The Bridgewater Triangle is located between the towns of Freetown, Rehoboth, and Abington. First of all, this chick tells me to write my research down in note section. She's literally reading a book. Continue. Yeah, but I've read it before. It's not like I'm just opening it up and I'm like, yes. Uh, did you know that this happened? Oh, I'm like, uh, oh, oh, let me scroll. Let me scroll. Let me scroll. Let me scroll. At least I have it right here and I've bookmarked it at least. Okay. And basically, all the towns within it are Bridgewater, North Middleborough, Segregancet, whatever the fuck that is. (laughs) Segregancet? Is that actually a town in in Massachusetts? Uh, Dighton, North Dighton, Berkeley, Myricks, Raynham, East Totten, and Totten. About 200 square miles total. You know, Myricks is literally 15 minutes away. It's a town. Really? I've never heard of it. It's a small little, like, residential area between, like, Freetown and Sassy. Yo. What do you think happens in this triangle? There's fishing. There's hunting. So there's there's monsters. There's Bigfoot. There's UFOs. There's strange beasts, which I feel like strange beasts should just be under monsters in that list. Strange beasts. And I feel like Bigfoots, quote... uh, Plural should be under monsters as well. Uh, snakes the size of stovepipes, which that's not scary. Well, it is scary, but like, whatever. And ghosts! Oh, yeah. And ghosts, yes. All of that in the Bridgewater Triangle. And the yeah. ghost of everybody's student loan debt. <laughs> the heart of the Bridgewater Triangle is the Huckamock Swamp, a 6,000-acre wetland located in southeastern Massachusetts. That's where we are. Yeah, there's a YMCA. Oh, the YMCA? That's what it is? The swamp? I'm pretty sure the Huckamock YMCA is right near there. I could be completely Oh, okay. The mystery behind the swamp dates back to the Wampanoag Indians, who felt that the land had inherent magic. To the Wampanoag, the spirits of the swamp provided both food and protection. Wild game such as moose, deer, or caribou. I've never seen a caribou before in the area. Could become trapped in the muck and make it easy to kill. So they were like, yo, this is a gift because a gift from God because this swamp just sucks animals in and won't let them go so then we can kill them. That's a layup. And the Wampanoags knew it well, so that if enemies came, they would also get stuck and they could be murdered. Okay, let's let's uh, see what we got here. So one thing that happens is spooky ghost lights that appear that I think my sister saw, actually, when she was driving by here one time. So basically... You're driving and you see these huge headlights and then they just disappear as you're driving towards them. Not like a car, 
The cops? <laughs> yeah, there must be a cops. I don't know. There's also a strange cat that has been reported. Along with enormous turtles. <laughs> oh, I'm fucking freaking out, dude. Look and turtles. large shadowy dogs with glowing red eyes. That's some that's that's scary. Yes. Also, UFOs. Would you like to hear about UFOs? Do you believe in aliens? Hell yeah. Hell yeah. All right. Great. I don't know why people don't believe in aliens. Have you watched Ancient Aliens? Like, are you nuts? Some stuff just doesn't make sense. And I think the government like confirmed it last week. Okay. One of the earliest, strangest events from the Bridgewater Triangle. Shut off the TV. Comes from the report of Yellow Day, quote-unquote, when the skies above the area shone all day long with a sulfuric yellow color. So it's like a pale yellow, you know? The first recorded UFO sighting occurred one May morning in 1760. (laughs) When a fireball in the sky was seen over the swamp, it wasn't the last UFO to be seen there. Sure, it wasn't a comet. The next one came in 1973. It's 200 years later. <laughs> the next comet came. It happened in Rehoboth. <laughs> Patrons of Joseph's Restaurant on Park Street believed a UFO visited them. So just the people at the restaurant. There was a short power failure, and after the lights came back on, people could see two large, perfect circles imprinted in the dirt behind the restaurant. All right, I know... How large, though? I know Rehoboth is a weird town. I'm starting to wonder what the bartender put in people's drinks that night. Myth. Sounds like a bad trip. This was followed. Another UFO sighting in 1976. So I guess people didn't see UFOs for... Or they, maybe maybe they weren't paying attention for 200 years and then everyone started seeing them. Uh, two, F- two UFOs were reported to have landed near Route 44 in Totten. <laughs> that March, an object was seen near Totten giving off a green cloud-like substance. <laughs> so it farted. A green cloud. <laughs> so it cartoon farted. The alien landed on the rain of Auto Mile and fucking ripped ass. And <laughs> Went back to planet Warp or whatever. Uh, Jerry Lopez, or Lopes, a radio newsman in Boston, spotted a UFO he described as being shaped like home plate on a baseball diamond with a bright red light on its top and a powerful white headlight at the point on the bottom and rows of white and red lights around the edges. When he saw this... Oh, he saw this at the junctions of Route 24 and 106, near the center of the Bridgewater Triangle. All right. UFO invasion of 1909. This this happened. Uh, This is in a different area. I don't want to talk about this. Why is there a train? 
All right. Most people. Sarah's obsessed with the flower. Whatever. I know. Most people assume that if UFOs do exist, they didn't appear until the 1940s or 1950s. So I guess the one in the 1760s didn't happen. Whatever. The fear of being invaded by a foreign power during the Second World War and the Cold War had people watching the skies constantly. So that does make sense because I feel like before, maybe in the 1760s, people had other shit to worry about, like if your neighbor was going to shoot you or if you would have to duel someone or if your teeth would fall out or if you die at 30, you know, (laughs) you're probably not looking at the sky for UFOs anyway. Okay. The Worcester sightings began the Wednesday before Christmas. I don't know what year, 1940s, 1950s, 1909, maybe, 1900s, when crowds on the street saw a strange moving light, apparently a searchlight of a dirigible. Obviously, it was fucking Santa. What's a dirigible? Didgeridoo. Didgeridoo. Dirigible. Yeah, that was definitely Santa Claus. I don't know. I don't know what these people were smoking. The following night, Christmas. Similar lights appeared in Marlboro, South Framington, Natick, Ashland, Grafton, North Grafton, Upton, Hopedale, Northborough, and in Fitchburg. According to the Christmas Eve issue of Fitchburg Sentinel, Sentinel, over the peak of Rollstone Hill, a wonderfully bright light glowed and hundreds watched it with wonder, not unmixed with awe. All right, basically, Santa Claus came and everyone was amazed. Nothing to report here. Oh, yeah, what the heck? Uh, The spate of sightings reached a fever pitch on December 23rd. I'm confused. Weren't we just talking about Christmas? This book sucks. All right, anyway. uh, In Boston's North Station, that's why the train's there, when the Evening Limited rolled northward on the Boston and Main Railroad, as it approached, a messenger on on board looked out of the window to see a cigar-shaped object a dildo-shaped object <laughs> descend from on high and hover above the train. This alien's like, I'm going to fuck the world! Oh, that looks like a blimp. Guys, whatever era you're in, can you be aware of what, what crafts of travel we have? I can see if you don't know what a, hover, what, like a, you know, a circular thing. Were in 1909? Yes, they were. When did the, the like 1930s? Okay, that's an airplane. A blimp is different. A blimp flew before a plane? I'm pretty sure. What came first, the blimp or the plane? Definitely the blimp, because the blimp just used helium, and they just floated you like a balloon. I'm looking it up right now. Bl- first blimp. Just blimp versus plane. Boom. First blimp. Buller first. 1852. First airplane. 1903. Yeho. So both of those things existed in 1903. Yeah, exactly. Fuck. So it could have been All either. All the way off, Ian. God damn. <laughs> yeah. No, I just like, there's this um, documentary on Netflix right now that like, I-, I don't know if it's in this book. It must be in this book, but there is a... Um, a documentary on this town in Massachusetts where these people were just like kidnapped from a from a UFO and it's like all these people in the town that were from like all walks of life that saw the UFO or like experienced the UFO and 
they just like talk about their lives and how like some people believe them some people don't and how they're like yeah and how they're like rejected from society and stuff because of that shit and like there were two people that were like abducted by the spaceship and two people saw it happen so like and then when they were in the spacecraft they didn't know each other but then they saw each other and now they know each other like really well they were like oh i like i see you in school or whatever whatever yeah, do you believe you can get abducted in your sleep i don't see why not what do you mean i feel like there's every everyone gets pe- yeah there's a lot of people about a lot of stories about people that like fell asleep and like they went on a spaceship and they some crazy ass i was listening to a podcast and there was this there's this hotel where like everyone gets abducted by aliens there yeah. Like multiple people have been. They should just turn that into an Airbnb and charge five hundred and nine people would pay that shit. Get abducted. Da, 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 da. Who wants to get this abducted like tonight? We're gonna drink this shit called alien juice. It's got a square piece of paper in it. Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> We're just gonna give you a little acid before bed, We're and then you'll definitely. This stuff in your eye. And then you'll definitely get abducted by aliens. We <laughs> swear. That's the most expensive tab of all time. And then they like walk in with the masks. <laughs> oh, I definitely don't have the same voice with this mask on, man. <laughs> You're totally oh not God. here. All right. Yo, one time I went to, this is completely random, but I just thought of this because this guy just said some alien ass shit. I went to the the Half Shell in Boston, uh-huh. and uh, Bob Marley's band The Whalers was performing. That's why I was there. It was Earth uh-huh. Fest, but afterwards the Neon Trees played. You know where the Neon Trees are? Yes. So the lead singer for the Neon Trees just randomly goes... I'm everywhere and nowhere at the same time. Oh, my God. <laughs> and this guy was wearing, like, six-inch heels. And, like, he was dressed ridiculous. Not what I was anticipating. Like, I don't know. Yeah, that's... Ba- band people are weirdos. But Hey, you have a lot of band friends. I'm not <laughs> calling them normal. That's for sure. <laughs> but that shit... I'm everywhere and nowhere at the same time. I'm like, <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, I know another another <laughs> myth that if you have uh, three birthmarks like in a triangle, then then you're like somehow connected to alien life. Which I have, I have like six triangles. Yeah, I have like t- I only have two, but yeah. I got an entire pizza's worth of triangles on my. Body. Yeah, you're like super alieny, like super. They call me alien. Get it. Alien. Oh my god! Oh, your up? mom your oh, mom knew! Up? Your mom what's knew! Up? Your mom knew! What's up? <laughs> well, was she gonna name you like Bob or something? And then she was like, no, Alien. Alien. She name me Adam, but there was already an Adam in the family, I think. Yeah. It might have been my brother. It's annoying. But. I hate when like. That's what happens people when there's are a good name out there, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I get it. Have you heard of um, Dudley Road? Or Dudley? Dudley? Dudley Road? No, I haven't. Where is it? Billerica. Billerica. Yeah. Billerica. Do you know where that is? Yeah, we uh, drove near it when we uh, went to go see homies out in Milford. All right, let me tell you a story. Maybe we can drive down this road next time we go. 
Boom, 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 boom. Maybe on Halloween. Okay. There is perhaps no street in Massachusetts that inspires more stories and retellings than Dudley Road in Billerica. Oh, really? It's popular like that. <laughs> the small stretch of road, which is hazardous to drive even in the daytime, <laughs> has been rumored to be haunted for decades. Well, I mean, if it's dangerous to drive on, probably a lot of people died on it. Okay, Dudley Road dwindles down to a one-lane dirt path. <laughs> and as it does, people begin to hear cries and screams coming from the woods. I think just people that live there. <laughs> Fucking with you. <laughs> They've seen a white glowing figure move across the road and disappear into the trees or shadows moving by their car windows. Some claim short bald people have run up to their car and screamed at them, tried to get in and then darted back into the darkness. Yes. <laughs> That's short bald people. Trump 2020, wow. <laughs> get back in the truck. At least one person claims to have taken a picture of a dark figure hanging from one of the trees. I don't like that. I don't like that at all. Much of the activity on Dudley is, a, definitely a Trump is attached to an abandoned asylum back in the woods? What? It was closed decades ago and forgotten about because of the atrocities that happened there. No wonder it's fucking haunted. That's terrifying. That might be a little Asylums valid. are the most terrifying things to be haunted. Because asylums... Asylums are not like behavioral health hospitals. They don't like take care of their patients. They just fucking like. It's like when SpongeBob gets put in solitary confinement. Remember that episode? No. Oh damn. Speaking of which, you know Patrick's getting his own show. Who's Patrick? Patrick Star. No. They're doing a spinoff. The fuck kind of shit is that? He's just gonna sit under his rock all day. Leave it alone. Come on. I know what. Nickelodeon's that thirsty for content. They, can't they always got to Bring Rocket Power back. Everything else from the 1990s is coming back. Just bring back Rocket Power. Yeah, I know, right? That's all you had to do. So stupid. extreme ass shit. All right. Okay, Dudley Road. There is also a nun witch story. People say that the convent on the road, there's also a convent, I guess, and a mental asylum. So it's like... <laughs> convent music. This is the two creepiest things you can have on our dirt road. Let's let's put them here. People say that when this convent was on the road, it was the site of bizarre rituals, and the people who discovered the abominations took the nuns to a nearby tree and hung them. What? Sometimes the story involves one nun who, upon her death, placed a curse on the town. I'm never moving to Bilrica. In another variation, a nun and a priest had an affair, and the nun became pregnant. And to hide it, the priest either killed the nun or accused of her witchcraft to soil her name. He could have just gotten an abortion and just fucking chilled it out. It was probably in, like, the 1600s, yeah. and because, uh, I don't know, at that point, it's kind of stupid. Like, you just broke one, you just broke one freaking rule why not break another rule like instead of planned parenthood it's planned neighborhood over here i guess so or the nun becomes pregnant by some unknown man and kills herself that's another that's another story i guess the quote unquote the best of the stories combine asylum and convent stories <laughs> 
An escaped patient breaks into the convent, kidnaps the nuns, and kills them. That's terrifying. With little facts to back up the stories, it's hard to take them seriously, though. Yeah, I'm just gonna publish this with no sources. Oh, sick. <laughs> Dudley Road is a lonely road void of streetlights and the low hanging trees with shadows bouncing from headlights encourage the mind to see what it thinks it's supposed to. Yo, Wolf Island Road's gotta be in this book. The Salem Witch Trials happened only a few towns away. The convent is actually a retreat center, and the building does not date far back enough to coincide with any report. Why, why are you just saying everything you just said is a lie now? Everything you just learned? Yeah! Just um, actually, I'm just going to disprove everything I just said. So, um, there's no record of an asylum on the road. Did my guy what? <laughs> Did my guy, like, make up a story just to... What the fuck? Okay. Good job, bro. Good job, Chris. Christopher Balonzo. Balzano. This one's a good one. The redheaded hitchhiker on Route 44. Have you heard of this one? I've read it so many times as a kid, I'll just tell you what happens. Basically, there's been reports if you drive on this highway at night that there's a hitchhiker that'll like ask you to pick him up and then he'll just like laugh in the back of your car and then after a while he just disappears. There's also that his face will appear in like in your mirror while you're driving, like going fast, obviously, like 60 plus miles an hour. And his face will just appear like laughing in your window. Route 44. Man. Route 44. Yeah. Sketchy. So. Um, what is it? What is he? He's like. <sighs> He's he usually wears blue jeans and a flannel shirt, and he's believed to be in his late 30s or early 40s. So the reports have been going on since the 1960s. And yes, that is freaking terrifying. I don't like that. What did you say is probably in this book? Wolf Island Road. Let's go to the index. Oh, yes, the index. I love index. What? Look up Mattapoiset, is that? Wow, that's crazy. How do they not have Wolf Island Road in here? What's, what's Wolf Island Road? Tell me is about that it. that scary ass? Like, it's literally just one dirt road in Mattapoiset that has just a <coughs> graveyard and, like, one headlight. One streetlight, I mean. Oh, I've... I don't know what we that stayed, is. We used to go drive down there and smoke dust. I'm just kidding. What the? F <laughs> we used to. All right, all we right. We used to drive down there and bug out. Okay. Well, what would you do? Just drive down in the darkness. It's like when the taco when Taco Bell closed and you weren't allowed to loiter there anymore. You just take a ride down Wolf Island Road. What did you see? Did you see anything? Oh, you don't want to mm. tell me because you don't believe in ghosts, quote unquote. Mm. What'd you see? I didn't really see much. What'd you see? Probably a deer. Probably a deer. No, it's a little rustling. I didn't, didn't see anything, but, you know, a little bit of movement going on in the woods. Could have been anything. There's a road in Bristol, Tower Road. When you drive down there, there's an X in the middle of the street. If you drive down there and park your car and roll all the windows down, you'll hear, uh, like, an army marching. If you go down there at night. Really? Yeah, and you turn your car off. 
No, my friends did. And then you, it, then they tried to turn on their radio, and their radio was just static, and like they heard voices. Dope. Yeah, they'd be really freaking cool. Imagine if this guy wrote another book called Weird River Island. Listen, listen, I'm gonna tell you about the red-headed hitchhiker. All right. So in the 1960s, the driver looked, was driving down Route 44, and he heard a sinister laugh. The driver looked over to see the red-headed man looking in the window, even though the car was traveling at more than 40 miles an hour. The face somehow kept pace with the car before disappearing. Uh, other accounts from later years involved a driver who saw a man thumbing a ride on Route 44. The driver pulled over. This is probably before the 90s because no one hitchhikes us anymore. Um, the driver asked where the hitchhiker was going, um, but there was just silence. The driver asked again and again, and there was no answer. Growing uncomfortable, the driver pulled over and insisted that he get out of the car. The only problem was the mysterious man had already vanished. One female witness alleged that she was driving along Route 44 when out of nowhere, a tall redheaded man appeared in the middle of the road right in front of her. The driver screamed and screeched her car to a halt. When she jumped out and tried to help the poor man, there was no one on the road and no damage to her car. So this guy sucks. Ha 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 ha. All right, I'm out. <laughs> what do you, what do you do, man? There was there so there's this book and there's another book that I have um, that's weird. Uh, New England, and that one says that there's cannibals in Connecticut, which I believe it. Yeah. Weird Massachusetts, man. Everything's weird. Yeah. This is weird. I suck at working from home. That shit's weird. <laughs> I'm terrible. Hey, I should watch this something related to my job. Or I'll call into Felgrim Mass. And I usually go with the latter. All right, now we got spotted in Massachusetts. Bigfoot. Bigfoot? or Sasquatch, as he is sometimes referred to as, is that large, hairy, ape-man creature that has puzzled cryptozoologists for generations. You guys like cryptozoology? Allie and I went to a Bigfoot museum in Portland right next to the Bissell Brothers Brewing, and right when you get there, there's a lady with like four teeth that greets you at the desk, and she asks you that very question, and I said I have an open mind. And then we just... Walked around and laughed a little bit. It was awesome. It's actually pretty interesting. Do you know that people didn't believe that... I think it was pandas. They didn't believe that pandas existed until the 1950s. Oh, that so that's insane. Yeah. yeah. I find that weird. So, whatever. The largest state forest in Massachusetts surrounds October Mountain in the bucolic town of Lee bubonic town you say what you call it bucolic bucolic <laughs> it is bucolic All right. is what does that word mean Nothing. Just really close this is a this is a stupid book with some 
stupid words. Yeah. All right. Bigfoot is said to wander the hills and paths. Sasquatch researcher <laughs> Corey. <laughs> do you think people just do this for a living? How do you make money off of this? Yeah, I'm a freelance Sasquatch researcher. <laughs> I don't get paid. I got an internship with the okay. National Cryptozoology Museum. He said, The first sighting in October Mountain State Forest took place in 1983. Four friends were having a cookout near an abandoned Boy Scout camp. That sounds terrifying. Referred to as Camp Eagle. Around 10 a.m., they started hearing movement coming from the woods nearby. Yeah, it was the counselor. <laughs> this is true. The strange sounds continued for a couple of hours. A couple of hours, guys! Come on! <laughs> Fucking help the kid out! Five minutes! Five minutes! You hear strange noises out of there in five minutes! You're out of there in five minutes, bro! Something's not right. What the hell? You guys wanna... A couple a couple hours until two members of the party decided to investigate. <laughs> Get out of there, the burgers are gone. What do you think? <laughs> How many members of their party were missing? When, <laughs> when they were about a hundred yards from the campsite, they that okay, that just tells me that they're on drugs. That that something was happening for two plus hours and they did nothing and then they were like, wait guys. Whoa. That's not supposed to happen. Whoa. We should... <laughs> the sun's already set. It's like dark and they're like, whoa, guys, it's been a couple hours. That thing's been going on for a couple hours. Better go check on. <laughs> when they were about 100 yards from the campsite, they saw a creature about 50 yards ahead of them on the trail. The creature was silhouetted by the moonlight. The two went back and told their friends what they saw. And the group decided that leaving the area was better than contending with whoever or whatever owned the silhouette Barrett Collett so as they were leaving oh it's not over then they got in the car while they were on drugs and decided to drive towards it as they were leaving they swung the car around and the headlights picked up on the creature standing behind some bushes <laughs> poor guys trying to just take a piss <laughs> they they stopped the car. Why would you stop the car? Just keep going. And one of the witnesses got out for a better look. The person stated that the creature was about seven feet tall, had brown hair all over its body, and had red eyes. Yeah, you're on drugs. As the witnesses approached, the creature fled back into the woods. The 1983 account wasn't the only Sasquatch sighting. No I would hope not. In 19... The fucking 80s, man. In 1989, a woman was hiking along a trail on the mountain. She saw something out of the corner of her eye, and she kept walking, but also kept noticing this movement. At one point, she took out a pair of binoculars and saw what she described as a Sasquatch in the clearing of... of <sighs> in a clearing a ways off from where she was standing. She described it as large and hairy. It's probably just a poor guy freaking 
has a cabin in the woods and these people keep going there on drugs. He's seven feet tall, just a big dude, has a big beard, you know, mountain man. Couldn't get a job. Couldn't get a job. He's just just hanging out in the woods, you know, trying to take a piss. These people are approaching him while he's in the bushes and stuff. He's trying to just make noises, you know. People won't leave, whatever. At one point, oh, whatever. She also stated that it seemed to her that the creature was rooting around on the ground for food it wouldn't crouch down and its hands would its hands would go to the ground and occasionally lift to its mouth wait what it oh it would crouch down i was like it wouldn't crouch down how the hell are you touching the ground right now okay being a bit scared she headed back to the trail um this uh sasquatch researcher has also investigated the two claims and has been to october mountain several times He is an avid hunter and outdoorsman and uses all his skills to try to find the Sasquatch. It's kind of funny when you're not looking for him and you and you find him. But then this guy who is a freaking apparently Sasquatch expert and goes into the woods and can't freaking find him. My guy was a fraud. A fraud. What? Bigfoot is said to have been with his video camera perched on the end of a... Wait, what? He hikes trails where Bigfoot is said to have been. And then it says... Whatever. It says that he's ready to shoot quote-unquote video, that is. Cool what? You didn't like my Bigfoot story? (laughs) It's... it's it's like every Bigfoot story I've ever fucking heard. <laughs> the problem is they're not unique enough. I watched a um a Bigfoot documentary once. This was probably when I was like eight or nine. And it showed people that like research Bigfoot and hunt him, and then it also shows people that like pretend to be Bigfoot and just <laughs> When I was when I was young and I first started using YouTube, I would look up like ghosts. Conspiracy theories. Bigfoot. Wow. I wanted to see Bigfoot on YouTube, and then there was a whole video series of this guy that just like dressed up as Bigfoot and did fucking weird acts. Yeah. It was mad fun. Why not? Why not? This, this Honestly. Been like 15 years ago. Like, I know I watched this. So in the documentary I watched, they took the print of big of quote unquote Bigfoot that that they had in a museum or whatever. They made it like a concrete print, and then they went in the snow or the mud, and they would just press the footprint into the mud so it looked like Bigfoot was walking. Oh, you see? (laughs) I see. And even that video of him walking in the woods, it just looks like a guy in a suit. Nothing special. At this point, we should just leave him alone. (laughs) For real, he doesn't want to be caught. It's one guy. Imagine a Bigfoot lady. I know they don't breed. There's no big, big ladies. (laughs) <laughs> Instead of Bigfoot, big boobs. <laughs> Bigfoot, big toe. No. The thing about recording earlier in the night is uh, you, you hear more outside noise. I don't think so. I feel like... Well, there's the reggaeton. All right, we got to go eat some tacos, huh? I guess. I'm sad, though. Why? Um... I feel like that wasn't creepy enough for you. 
I I just like next time I'll make sure that you have nightmares. Sick. All right. Save it for the dark. You go with yeah, that. I just wasn't scared. All right. Um, Hope you're scared next time. Let's drive through the Bridgewater Triangle. Ooh, let's get it. As long as we hit the random flea market, pick up some shit. Ooh, that has scary people there. We should go there. Oh yeah. The guy with no nose. You said. Guy straight had no nose. <laughs> Freaked me That's out. That's mean. He probably lost it in an accident. Or maybe he was born without one. Just didn't know that was possible. That's terrifying, Ooh, though. That was heavy. I don't want to see that. That was a heavy day, I'll tell you. <laughs> that was a heavy day. <laughs> the fact that I ended up there in the first place was just wild. Yeah. Um, send me... Listen, guys. If you're from another country... Send me a DM because I want to know who's listening from other countries. Because we got one person in like seven other countries. And then we got like 98% of people in the United States. And we got two in Dublin. <laughs> two two we, people in Dublin. Th that's another yeah, yeah, country. Yeah, but you said one. But we got two. So oh, we do? So somebody told their friend out in Dublin, Ireland. Let us know. That's cool. Hope you guys like American hip-hop and shit. I don't know what you think. Yeah, send us your thoughts. What do you think of Americans after this? Uh, we're not like a lot oh, of Americans. Hopefully we're cool. Yeah, so this week... Uh, Wait, I wasn't done talking. Also, send me your bar stories. Even if you are from another country, I want to hear those stories even more than I want to hear the ones from here. Yeah, so we hit up the local pub. At Downtown Rats yep. on Instagram. Downtown Rats Podcast at gmail.com. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, I was just really excited to drop this beat. It's Enemy by IC. My homie's full of energy. I know he's missing the show life as we all are. Enemy. Shit's a banger. Stream it on SoundCloud. Listen to it right now. Um, what the fuck was that? I don't know, but it went in my ear and I'm it's really scared right now. I don't like that. We out here. Bruins and Six, Downtown Rats, I Power Alley, Novo Piva, we out of here. Peace. Oh, I see it.
die, light one for me, watch the smoke go to the sky, no I tried, I'll still be alive, if my word survives, do not cry, cause I live my life, hope I lived it right, but for now, I'ma shut it down, summit through the clouds, when I die, light one for me, watch the smoke go to the sky, no I tried, I'll still be alive, if my word survives, do not cry, cause I live my life, hope I lived it right, but for now, I'ma shut it down, summit through the clouds, been down in the dirt, I am my own worst enemy, Generic flare my energy, thought the blow, no amphetamine, I'm dipping, I'm dodging through traffic, ooh yeah, I'm right on the asses, the cop and a Lambo, I'm crashing, goddamn, y'all the wackest, been down in the dirt, yeah, I am my own worst enemy, Generic flare my energy, thought the blow, no amphetamine, I'm dipping, I'm dodging through traffic, ooh yeah, I'm right on the asses, the cop